French bubble mindset. Changing your thoughts, changing your life. Hello, beautiful people. Angela with Orange Bubble. Thank you for listening. All the like, share, subscribes. I am available via YouTube, podcast, and my website. I have workbooks available to help you in many aspects in your life, a free Facebook group, free alignment, and personal coaching as well. Please see the links below. This episode covers Part 3, Mother Teresa and the Dark Night of the Soul. The first two episodes covered spiritual viewpoints and contemporary thoughts on the soul. I will link these in the links below and on the video. If you're not aware, Mother Teresa is a Nobel Peace Prize winner and saint in the Catholic Church. She had an outreach to assist the poor in Calcutta, India, and a founder of her own order of nuns. When Mother Teresa died, her personal diaries were released. In there, she discussed personal doubt, despair, and spiritual angst. Some people try to relay this to depression, trying to assign a psychological crisis in her writings. Others concluded it was a dark night of the soul. She struggled with the dark night of the soul for nearly 50 years. She was 87 when she died. And the purpose of this series of videos and podcasts is to go over the dark night of the soul and explain it. So the next thing is to discuss psychology. Psychology is a contemporary concept, and it has grappled with the dark night of the soul, try to give a definition, explain it in terms of the mind issues, and Carl Jung will be discussed later and his interpretation, our aspect of the dark night of the soul. For now, let's go into explaining some terms that are commonly used but cannot pigeonhole the person who's going through the dark night of the soul. Here's some of the terms often misused, and that would be depression, depersonalization, are a minor version of existential crisis. In depression, one loses one's senses and they are impaired regarding the pleasures of daily life, showering, exercise, happiness, interacting with others. And it can include a desire to end one's life. This did not apply to Mother Teresa. She was a modern pillar of justice, kindness, and example to all. Her inner sadness did not stop her from thriving in her daily life. She even found her own charitable work that has over 1,500 nuns. Well, if depression doesn't apply, because she didn't seem to have issues showering, exercise, or interacting with others, could Mother Teresa have been suffering from depersonalization? Depersonalization, derealization disorder occurs when someone persistently or repeatedly has the feeling of observing themselves from outside their body. Or they have a sense that things around you aren't real, or even both. 
It's also marked with a disjointedness of emotion, an unable or inability to relate to others, or even find one's own emotions. It's like a, a void that there's no emotional interaction, even in the case of somebody experiencing loss that would require grief. There's no emotions from it. This was not described in Mother Teresa's writings. And as before, you can see that she continued to thrive to the outside world, being kind and generous to others, winning a Nobel Prize. She had compassion for others and struggled to find her own inner personal joy. So it wasn't depersonalization because she was able to interact and she had emotions, just not joy. So an existential crisis, this is where one finds no sense in anything in the world. Generally, it involves people giving up any and all associations with anyone they know and finding no meaning in life. Again, this doesn't apply to Mother Teresa. She did not walk away from her mission of assisting the poor. She started her own mission, so therefore this didn't apply to her either. She didn't say, oh, chuck it all and reimagine herself as something else. Then what did Mother Teresa go through? What makes the dark night of the soul intense and talked about for millennium? The Sufi call it annihilation. Um, in Judaism, it's referred to the kiss of death. The dark night of the soul, the individual stays intact, able to interact and thrive in many ways. But the spirit, the spirit is disconnected and bereft. The body and mind are still thriving. Psychologists say that working with someone who's going through the dark night of the soul isn't like dealing with a depressed person. When interacting with a depressed person, when you walk away from them, you come away unmotivated and sad. Mother Teresa motivated others, inspired others, helped bring them joy. Someone who has experienced the dark night of the soul can uplift and even inspires others. But it's the inner turmoil within their spirit that's disconnected or disjointed. Contemporary music and literature mention it as well. <coughs> even to this day, trying to express meaning in the dark night of the soul. Douglas Adam has a book titled The Long Dark Tea Time of the Soul. I've read the book. It's quite humorous if you like British dry wit. He uses humor to discuss it, a sensation of an emotional void and pointless, defining it as the feeling of a Sunday afternoon and the sensation of an impending Monday. Otherwise, it's the life being at a standstill and knowing that there are many more nights to come. Van Morrison has a song, Long Dark Night of the Soul. And the lyrics from this is, This emptiness doesn't stop that longing. Meditate and it will be healed. Eckhart Tolle and other contemporaries describe it as an ego death. This is the time the self dies and is reborn, not in a physical sense, but a deep spiritual rupture that explodes and time stops, yet continues at the same times. Those finite seconds can be seen to be ticked by. 
To the outside world, the person who is going through this process is unfathomable, unfamiliar. Attempts to assist are unable to reach the person because the terms to describe it to anyone who has not been through it cannot recognize it. The outside world, if they witness it, considers one of the above psychological terms, depression, depersonalization, existential crisis, and many other terms. Now, trauma can be a triggering point, but in the case of Mother Teresa, she wasn't known to have gone through any significant trauma when she started this process in her journals. Her, in Eckhart Tolle's work, ego self was dying, and it was being reborn into another spiritual realm for a woman that to all she already was spiritual. If she went through it, how does one who doesn't believe in the soul or forget they have a soul go through it? How does one who has a core soul belief but no understanding of what is happening? Our contemporary times say all things can be fixed with medicine or psychoanalysts. Use therapy, take some pills, fix it, and move on. Minimize the suffering, fake heal it, slap a band-aid on it. This does not heal a person of the dark night of the soul. Carl Jung, uh, Jung, a noted psychoanalyst, one of the core founders of psychology, likened an aspect of the dark night to alchemy and that the ego must be blackened in order to harden it and find the core. This ego death is profound in the cycles it takes to transform a person. It isn't commonly discussed among physicians, psychologists, religious leaders, or even discussed much in schools. It can leave the ones suffering and the ones who love them bewildered to this process of rebirth. Mother Teresa never shared her journey, except with a few advisors, but she has one of the most prolonged cases of this doubt. She suffered for 50 years through this spiritual doubt, despair, and loneliness. It didn't stop her from being a saint or being inspiring or compassionate. For those that are listening, you may be asking, what if it's my loved one who is going through this? St. Teresa of Avila, she's a saint as well in the Catholic Church, said that when one under her care was in the throes of the dark night of the soul, that you must offer them the utmost care and respect. Just like any other thing someone goes through, joy, grief, etc., be there, sometimes sitting in the silence, other times encouraging and embracing them in their new journey. What can be done? Van Morrison's words in the long dark night say it best. Meditate and it will be healed. I will include a link to general meditation for ease of use. I would like to thank Dr. Kay Gersh that I use some of this as a reference material for the most eloquent explanation, and I have paraphrased some of the work here. I will include a link due to how informative this site was and suggest and even encourage you to reference it. Her work is outstanding, and she is a fellow octogenarian like Mother Teresa was, well worth getting to know.
I appreciate you listening to this. Part four, uh, I will discuss and delve deeper into how to navigate the dark night of the soul. I do appreciate all the likes, shares, and subscribes. Please continue to listen. I have lots of exciting things coming up. Thank you, beautiful people. Have a wonderful day. Changing your thoughts, changing your life.